0: A hundred years from now, if somebody should bring up my name, if, if it would still be around, it would be nice if people say, geez, I, I thought he was a good writer. His stories gave me a lot of pleasure. That's what people tell me now, and it's the best thing any writer can ever hear. When, when I see the characters that I helped to create on the screen, I don't really think of them as my characters. I, I really sit in the theater and I watch them the way every member of the audience watches them. And at the end of the movie, I usually say, damn, that was good, I'm so glad. But I worked with artists who brought them into life, who, who let people see what they look like and showed the action. There are directors who added so much to the characters and their direction and the actors who brought so much. It isn't a one-man field. It is so many people contribute. I'm just happy that I've had a hand in all of this and uh, I'm happy that even after all these years someone bothers to interview me about it. I'm really very uh, flattered.
1: batteries to power.
2: night in phoenix and you're listening to the absolute geek podcast i'm matt i'm kyle i'm jose i'm brian and with us tonight we have a special guest we have the writer and creator of the comic book series ray gun gregory, all the Yay. way from japan gregory shown how are you <laughs> doing <laughs> tonight?
1: oh i'm good guys
2: it's awesome <laughs> glad to see you on the show again yeah welcome back it's good to have happy to have Thank you, you for back staying up again. late
1: with us Yes, staying up late, a.k.a.
3: (laughs) Noon tomorrow.
4: Noon tomorrow. Thank you from the future.
1: Thank Thank you from the future. You come from the future to talk to us. Yeah, Jose, go to the hospital right now. Okay, I will. (laughs) (laughs) You're going to have a stroke in three, two, oh. Oh, oh,
2: no. (laughs) Oh, you missed it. You missed your window, Jose. We got to wait for it to come back around. (laughs) 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 <laughs> uh, but this is your second time on the show, and it uh, we're, we're very happy to have you here. And you are the creator of a book that is a real favorite of mine and Kyle's, and fucking awesome. And Ray um, but for all we do, it's been a while, it's been a couple years since we've had you on, so why don't you mm-hmm. go ahead and, and tell our listeners about Raygun and and the awesomeness
3: um, of Raygun
1: a little bit, okay? More. Yeah, um. So the, the this has been a like like you said, two years ago I was here pitching um and talking to you guys about the book. Uh it was originally being published digitally through Alterna Comics. Um it's a six issue limited series about a boy named Matthew who discovers Nikola Tesla's ray gun. Um and uh you know, a lot of stuff happens around that. It's it's a story that's um it's so interesting how things develop, isn't it? Because when I originally made Ray Gunn, I thought this is a story that everybody's going to love. And it's true. We've never had a bad review. Um, you know, it's a six-issue series. We managed to put out four originally. Um, and now the more that things have changed with comics in general, I really think that Ray Gun, just because of the tone of the story the originality of the story, the quality of the work, um, not just writing, of course, I'm talking about the artist <laughs> Alonzo Molina is amazing. Yeah, um, I think this is kind of the story comics needs right now. Um, I think if people were to, you know, kind of take, take, take the dive into, you know, a new type of story and, you know, it is a genre science fiction thing. Um, I think it would kind of, reinvigorate their interest in comics. Um, uh, Anyway, uh, so two years ago, we were publishing through Alterna digitally, but the problem was, um, you know, for every issue, we were selling 50, and I would go online and find some pirated comic book (laughs) site where 4,000 people had read it. Um, That's really disheartening. I I guess it's
3: good and bad, though. People are reading it, but you're just not getting... You know you yeah, do right. you know you're not your hard work's not paying off it's paying off that people are enjoying it, but it's not paying off the way yeah. you want it to pay off,
1: yeah, because you know the thing is i'm I'm paying out of pocket for Ray Gun. it's not like i've I've you know convinced a super artist to share the risk of of publishing something with me. It's out of my pocket you know i'm I'm in thousands and thousands of dollars deep um to to have this out there that's how much I believe in it but you know you always want to see a return on investment like how do I make another story if this one doesn't make any money I can't you know i'm I'm not filthy rich i I can't just start you know just willy-nilly spending ten thousand dollars to make a comic book and that's what it costs if you if you want to pay a, an yep six issues is gonna cost around ten thousand mm. um, dollars and that's if you want a good artist you right and a good artist is not going to work for free and they shouldn't. That's what I, I totally believe. So I wasn't making any money. And, uh, to be honest, I, I, I wasn't happy publishing digitally anyway, because I'm, I, you know, maybe I'm a purist or something, but I like holding a comic book in my hands and I, I, I like flipping pages. And I believe that, um, when you turn a page and it's a two page or you know, a, uh, full page, you know, whatever it should pop. Mm-hmm. You should turn the page and be like, wow, look at that. And digital comics, you completely lose that experience. Um, you know, cause you're just flipping it on a, on an iPad or on your phone or something. It's not the same. Uh, so I basically ended my relationship with Alterna comics after issue four and, uh, just kept on paying to have the, the six issues we completed because I knew that it was good enough that a publisher was going to take the risk. Um, and I ended up meeting, um, Arcana, uh, studios, which is a comic book publisher. And they also uh, do animated films for Amazon prime, Netflix. Um, you know, they have theatrical releases, um, They're, they're really famous for this one animated series called Howard Lovecraft. Um, and yeah, I met with the owner of that studio. He loved it. Uh, and so this February it will be released as a trade paperback, all six issues, the entire series. Um, so, you know, I'm really, really stoked and it'll be in diamond, uh, or sorry, previews magazine, Um, You know the big catalog in December.
4: Awesome.
1: Yeah. So it'll start being solicited for release in December.
3: That's awesome. Yeah. Oh, I can't can't wait to have a physical copy of that. That's going to be fucking awesome.
1: I know, man. It's going to be rad. And and uh, you know, like I said, we we never had a bad review. Everybody who read the the first four issues really really liked it, and I was very happy about that. And. You know everybody was really stoked um, about the series and I think it ended at a really good spot at, at, before the last two issues because the last two issues are mental um, and they really it, it's a great ending I think and it it's um yeah I'm really looking forward to people having the whole story in their hands because they're gonna love it I, I just know they're gonna love it
3: so you said it's gonna be the previews in December, so when will it be available for people to be able to buy?
1: February. Wait, so in February? February. Yeah.
3: February. yeah. Oh man. So, I know what everybody's yeah. getting for Valentine's Day. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's uh it's it's really exciting. Um yeah, man. I don't I don't know what to say. It's it's been such a long journey to get this this done. Um, and what's really cool too, is Arcana, um, started as, you know, a comic book publisher. Yeah. I was just about to say, I remember them back in the day. Yeah, man. And they, they put out a ton of books and now they're more focused on developing IPs for animated and, uh, and, and movies. That's so cool. that's, that's really what they're looking for with Ray Gun um is to to develop it as an animated series or a feature film so
3: oh how cool would that be
1: yeah right
3: oh my god uh, yeah. is, how cool would that be just to see your work like not only do you get to see it physically in uh in like a store but then you get to see it physically on a screen i mean yeah. oh my god like
2: yeah we I get mean, to be we get to be in it right
1: we'll get to be uh, animated yeah right? man
3: should
2: have a should have a guy in a bar listening to us drinking a whiskey and then the uh Matthew blows it up with a ray gun and <laughs> there it is.
3: There's our cameo. Oh, you could have yeah. me and Matt there drinking whiskey. Oh my god, that'd be so awesome. <laughs> There's our cameo. I mean, we when the first time we talked to you, I mean we we went on and on why we just didn't understand why it already wasn't in comic book stores because this comic is so awesome.
2: Yeah, I think I think last time we talked, I asked you about Image, and you said Image passed on it, right? Yep, Image passed
1: on it. They're hey. gonna they're gonna regret that decision soon. Yeah, but I mean, look at look at uh, look at what's happening right now. I mean, why why are certain books coming out now? Um, Raygun is about a boy, a ten year old boy, who has a dysfunctional mother. Right. And he goes and lives with an estranged father. Um, and it's, you know, it sounds very mopey, but that's, you know, that's the basis of the story. I don't think a lot of, even though the quality of the story is there and it is fantastic and the action is great and da 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 da. And I'm very proud of it. I don't think a big publisher would touch it right now um, because they're more motivated to do other books, even at a loss.
2: I mean, you know? that's a weird thing to say because one of Image's hottest books that's being made into a Netflix series is is Huck from Millar. And I guess it's, mm-hmm. it's from a big name, but it, it's such a simple book, but it was fantastic.
1: Yeah. And I it's agree. way I really like different.
2: This. So it's it's like that's hearing that from a creator's standpoint is kind of like eye opening a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> so,
1: yeah. I mean, I'm, you know, I can't believe it took you so long
2: to shop this book. Like it it was, it's been amazing. And I know like along the way you've been in sharing panels with me and, and Mm -hmm. pieces through Twitter and, and man, the art is fucking beautiful. The, the story is fantastic. Like I just, I can't wait to see how it ends. I I mean, I think Kyle and I've got to read up to issue four. And I think that's.
3: I know we've been in suspense for like two years.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. it, 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 I, I, at Issue 3, I knew I wanted to leave Alternative. And I also knew that Issue 3 wasn't the best place to take a big hiatus. That it was it was the ending of Issue 4 that the people would remember more. Um, so that's why I decided, you know what, even though I'm going to take another, you know, suck up <laughs> another huge loss here, um, I, I still will put it out so that the people who are reading it um, and are illegally downloading it when I finally come out with my trade paperback um they'll buy it you know they'll they'll say oh yeah that's right this is the whole story because uh you're right for I do believe was a really good ending um for to drop the series and then pick it up again because people are going to want to know what happens to Matthew
2: cuz I I think if I remember correctly it's been a long time since I've read read through it, the end before he breaks away from the military and he's about to yep. go back yep. for his father, right?
1: Yeah, we, you don't, pe- people don't know where he's going, right? Yeah, right. It's, it's just him leaving. Um, and so, yeah, it's up until that point, Matthews discovered the ray gun. Um, like any kid, he's played with the ray gun, <laughs> unfortunately <laughs> for him. Uh, and uh, the American government uh, due to a device left by Thomas Edison uh has discovered that the ray gun is out um, and so they they're they search for it and of course because matthew's a ten year old kid I mean how good are they at hiding anything you know um he's he 's discovered and captured by the government and he 's held in a detention center uh for three months uh, where they test you know test him. Because uh, he's the only one that can use the the gun. He's the only one that can use the device. Uh, So they need to keep him to find out why he's the only one. Uh, And then after, you know, he basically snaps. Uh, You can't keep a kid in solitary confinement for three months, um, especially one that's kind of emotionally disturbed (laughs) as Matthew and not expect the kid to snap. And that's where we ended off was he snapped, um, made a big mess and is taking off.
2: I think one of the things that, that really personally drew me to the book, like I said before, is is the relationship that you see play out between Matthew and his estranged father and his mother and, and kinda like that whole dynamic and then you throw the ray gun into it, it just sets off chaos and it, it's it's <laughs> it's such a good book, guys. Like I can't I can't like I don't you, I'm not one that's going to sit here and blow smoke up someone's ass. I'm very opinionated, and I tell you what I think. But man, this—I'm I'm, going to tell you—this book is—it's phenomenal, and I can't wait till it comes out. Thank I can't you wait very to much. be able to finish it.
3: Yeah, I remember Matt sending it to me, and he's like, "Dude, he's like, you got to read this." And I read it. And <laughs> I'm like, "Fuck, man, this is great." And I remembered, like, you know, and it's one of those where we talk about where, you know, where a lot of books where you have where it's lackluster, where you're like you know you buy the first couple of issues and then you forget about it because it really didn't catch you and i remember with ray gun it being i remember messaging matt going where the fuck is the rest of this
1: <laughs> yeah <laughs> like, I, like,
3: I remember reading it very quickly too just because i was like you, you it, it the writing is good i mean you you kick ass at it and it, like you zone in and it like it engulfs you and you're like you're like burning through the pages and you're like fuck and I just you know, and it's it's very rare that that actually happens now with a lot of stories. Dude. very rarely do they, they capture you now like
1: they used to. I agree, and and there's not that many stories where um, I'm a big fan of low fidelity anything, like low fidelity fantasy, low fidelity science fiction. Like you know what I mean? So my science fiction, I like it where it's like cyberpunk. You know, it's in the near future. But it's possible, like everything that's happening is possible, as opposed to like Star Trek, where it's there's so many aliens and so many things happening that you know maybe it's not possible kind of thing. Um, so Ray Gun is possible, and I did a lot of I think I remember telling you this, but I, I did a lot of research, um, on Nikola Tesla, on Edison, on i to ask that's if yeah. Uh, it's it's all the only thing that's not in our world is the ray gun. So it it makes that one thing that much more impressive. Um, well, isn't
2: that isn't that like a a t- rumor or tall tale that they think he's got a death ray out there somewhere? Yeah, yeah. that it, he that, created that was, a death ray.
1: He he actually told people he had it um, near the end of Nikola Tesla's life uh he was making these crazy statements about um i built a death ray that could down a, a fleet of aircraft i i built uh you know i built this and i'm going to give the world free that was his goal actually was to give the world free power but um you know let's be honest he he married a pigeon and you know things things weren't really good for him at the end of his life mentally all in there. um you know so he made a lot of statements but one of them was he made a death ray and he did so many crazy things like his warden cleef research facility in new jersey he caused an earthquake like just by messing with electricity he caused an earthquake that could be felt you know and yeah so a lot of the stuff that he said that he could do um some of it he did
5: one of the things that really blew me away that i didn't know about tesla was uh I mean, I knew how Edison had tricked him and, uh, you know, stolen a couple of ideas. And then not only did he steal the ideas, uh, once he felt that uh, Tesla was showing his uh, that he was better than Edison in making those products, Edison would at that point, he was uh, uh, working for the Edison company. So Edison would take him off the project and make
1: him go dig ditches for laying. Lime. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. That's true. He, he was a he was originally brought in by Edison. Um, you know that Edison was smart. He he hired really really talented people often um, to work on his projects, and, and then he would take the credit because he owned the company. There's nothing wrong with that. I mean, it's just being a good businessman. But um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, he he was threatened by Tesla, and especially when Tesla developed uh, AC power. Uh, alternating current that's when he kind of proved that he was the superior scientist than Edison um, well, and that's not a superior newsman well and not a superior businessman which yeah. is where Tesla's great downfall was um, he was terrible at business he was he was hyper intelligent at science and uh, practically retarded when it when it came to making decisions about business that's um, how I I'm
5: am too guy penniless. <laughs>
1: yeah yeah he he was living in a, a little uh hotel room and uh he you know all of his patents got stolen and yeah it's, it's a sad happened. it's a sad story you know i think i think i i mm-hmm. do some good work for him though in in the story you guys can keep reading it but you know oh, i'm he, very much looking forward to reading it now so i'm glad oh great glad to hear it yeah thanks. yeah i, I so, think one
2: uh, one thing about your book that really draws to me is it's it's your writing reminds me and I know he just passed but your writing style reminds me a lot of of Stanley's as to where it's more you're more focused on the people and not so much like the the Reagan and the power and what's going on you're focused on it seems like your book's main focus is on Matthew and his his home situation his relationships of the people and what's going on and you're you're building a good foundation about the characters and not necessarily it, it well about the characters but it, and it's a good mix of of what's going on and the consequences of finding the ray gun
1: yeah and that's that's thank you so much oh my god like that that was an amazing compliment uh but um thank you um that's that's a thing, though. Right. As I mean, Matthew's a great character because he's real. I mean, kids, kids who come from broken homes that have drug addict mothers um, do have problems. Uh, and that's not all of them. I mean, I'm not going to judge them or anything, but, um, you know, is that Jose, the kid well. you? <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, of <laughs> course. What do you guys call his mom again? Oh, me
2: yeah <laughs> uh, that's, no, that's, that's his mom talking to him.
1: Oh, I love that.
2: <laughs> oh, it's <so> Mijo! mijo. <laughs> it's your birthday party. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, it's awkward birthday party.
6: <laughs> <laughs> mijo, go do your laundry, Mijo.
1: <laughs> oh my gosh, one of my favorite episodes of this show. Was um, when you when you guys were doing comic book reviews and you just wouldn't let Jose do his comic book review, I was you so just pissed. kept oh you were so mad, like just even listening to it I was like that guy is gonna fucking blow up in a second. <laughs> that so was mad.
2: That's when he You're sets like, the book down and starts playing the safety dance.
1: Yeah. Oh no. <laughs> yeah, and you had the stroke after there. <laughs> That's Matt's fault.
4: <laughs> uh, it's your your fault too.
3: <laughs> oh my god, that was I. That is probably one of my favorite episodes, too, because me and Matt we actually talk about that a lot, <laughs> just how fucking funny it is, just and and I remember when we were making that episode, we would do it, and like Matt would look at me and I'd go, and then I would say something so it would interrupt him, and then I would look at Matt, and then Matt would interrupt it was just I don't know, it was just fucking funny like. We just knew what to do and we just kept doing it. Matt was like, and then Jose's like, he's just, he's trying to be all serious doing this comic book review. And we're just fucking, (laughs) you're just like poking the bear. We have sticks and we're just poking them right in the stomach. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I'm done. And he was like trying to review the weird creepy bug sex book too.
3: (laughs)
7: Yeah.
1: I'm done. I'm done.
3: (laughs) you can dance if you want to
1: (laughs) (laughs) started playing video games on this phone Uh, okay well let's just sum up with ray gun is uh it'll be solicited uh december uh in previews magazine so anybody listening um you know please you know check it out order it tell your comic book store um you know you'd like to see it maybe they'll get an extra issue or two um and yeah it, it's going to be released in february um and hopefully you know maybe in january uh, i can come come back on the show and, and give it a little push
3: for sure
2: cool.
1: Okay. cool yeah kyle kyle can we
2: only, can... he has a shirt by then
1: well actually i was gonna say you I'm will gonna... have a shirt by then <laughs>
3: yeah <laughs> and i'm gonna send you a copy to sign
1: <laughs> oh yeah
3: yeah definitely man uh to kyle
2: yeah, oh well yeah that would be even next nice. That's going to be my next question. Are they going to send you on the con circuit? Or does it depend uh, well, on how I'm well the def- book sells?
1: No, I'm definitely going to San Diego this 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 coming year. Oh, um, nice. Yeah. Um, and, you know, probably, hopefully, you know, get myself on a couple panels or something. Um, and, yeah, just pitch the shit out of the book and just uh, talk about it with as many people as I can. Um, it's funny, though, because... I actually you know, have been talking to people, um, publishers and stuff like that, about what's happening in comics, and they're very much pessimistic. Every, everybody's pessimistic right now um, about how the industry is doing. And um, you have one of the big two who are kind of not even caring about the quality of the work right now. Marvel. Yeah, because
2: uh, <laughs> you <know> which one? <laughs> Gee, you because. don't even have
1: to guess which one. You already fucking know who it is. Yeah, well, they have all that money from the movies, right? And they're it makes a lot comics. of sense. It makes a lot of they. Yeah, they're making comics, but is that you know you can make a shit sandwich? Do you want to eat it? It's only if it has a
3: really nice cover on it. Yeah, I was asking the wrong guy. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
6: oh damn.
1: <laughs> but, Damn, yeah. he
2: does listen to the what, show because he's fucking got you pegged, right? <laughs> <laughs> fucking Brian. What do you guys
1: think about that, though? <sighs>
2: I've
5: been saying it for a while. I've been saying it for a while. I agree, hundred percent. I, I, uh, I'll even say that the, there's very few companies
2: out there that, that don't have their head in their ass. At least most of it. I mean, I agree. I've pretty much all but dropped reading comics i mean i i read walking dead but that but that's still good and i'm committed after 180 some issues but i've pretty much steered away from all marvel and dc
1: books that's sad
3: i'm actually about to go and like start chopping titles off that i actually just don't read because then like as i'm sitting here talking to you guys i look to my left and i have these stacks that i haven't got to read yet and i'm like if it's not Flash or Walking Dead or Detective, I'm pretty much not reading it, and which is sad, which tells you a lot.
1: But I'm, what's I think going I'm, on in Detective right now?
3: Besides, he doesn't uh, know. I am an issue behind, but the last issue was when uh, Dick had been shot, and then he had, you know, he was like sitting in the bar and he was talking about it, and he, you know, and he's not Dick Grayson anymore; he's Rick what
2: i think i think that's all bat pole fucking bat root fallout though a root Yeah, yeah he
3: got shot by an assassin and then like batman's on this quest to find him like he went through and he found this like the dude's russian's brother and he's fucking uh like he's finding him so that he can uh so that he can get to him so he can you know do his bat thing and not with his wang what about what, what whoa Rick, yeah, he got shot and it was like a it's like a memory thing, but it's more like like he's sitting at a bar and he's more like blocking it out almost it's what I was getting from it, but yeah, he got shot the fucking in the head
2: reading reviews it felt very much like um what Batman went through in scotts in in uh scott Snyder's fifty two run where oh, oh the you Joker? Yeah. About being okay, yeah, he forgot about being Batman and
3: well, there yeah, it, it yeah. you you get the feeling that he kind of remembers, but he's kind of like fuck that almost. Like Dick Grayson's kind of like, like because he makes like a reference to it,
1: Rick. It's that's <laughs> so stupid, it's so <laughs> cheesy. Rick Grayson, oh my god, who's writing this? Oh, they just switch. They just switched
3: writers. Good. <laughs> 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 Good. Can you? Like, it's a named Robinson that's writing it. Oh, what's
1: happening? Like, okay, what do you got for me there, Robinson? Okay. You know how his name's Dick Grayson, right? Yeah. How about Rick? Oh. <laughs> we're we're going to
3: take the D off of it.
1: Yeah. How do we
0: make this happen?
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh,
2: that was
1: good. I needed that.
0: There's been so much
2: fallout about the Bat Root. We we can't have anything named Dick. (laughs) We gotta change the name. How about Rick? Genius. (laughs) Genius. Publish it. Sign that man to an exclusive contract. (laughs) Give
1: that man a raise. (laughs) That's funny. Uh, How do you guys feel about uh, old Stan Lee dying?
2: You know, it's... We're just gonna transition to that. It's sad. I mean, it's... It's a huge cloud over our culture, a, a black cloud. Because, I mean, you associate comics with Stan Lee. It's, it's what you do, and it's, it's sad, and it's, I don't know. I'm in a way, I'm happy for him though, because he finally gets to fucking rest. Because the dude's ninety five years old, and he was going up until like two months before he died.
3: Fuck living that long.
2: And he, he the last year and a half of his life, he's gone through some shit from the uh, sexual harassment allegations to the, the, the law lo- his wife dying to the lawsuits to this, that, and the other thing, and people taking advantage of him. And like it's just it's been a shitty situation for the dude. And I mean, at least he's hopefully getting a little bit of rest and a little bit of peace now. But yeah. I think I think there's gonna it's gonna come out soon. There's gonna be a massive fight over his estate at some point.
1: He's got a um, daughter, right? One daughter. Yeah,
2: he's got a daughter, and apparently they were working on a. a I got
3: book. a rose bush from the front yard of it.
2: Yeah, called Dirt Man together or something like that was his f- final created character. But like I said, I think it's gonna it's gonna have a lasting effect on the industry. I think because nobody wrote books like he did, and yet yeah, he's got the bad rap for stealing people's ideas and you know, Just not giving credit to people. You're not maybe. giving credit to people and. You know he had all those falling outs he's had over the years, and
3: hey, no one's perfect. You know the coolest thing about the death of Stan Lee that I really seen is, is it was when you were when when people were finding out. You've seen a lot of people that you know that weren't huge comic book fans were going, "Holy shit, Stan Lee died!" Yeah, that, that 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 shows the impact that he actually made on everybody on this planet like it it affected everybody you didn't you know what i mean you didn't have to be a huge comic book nerd to be going oh fuck man stan lee died and i i just that just went to show you know i was talking to somebody i was talking to actually i was talking to the comic book store owner that i go to and he was like you know the one thing about stan lee that i could really say is Because of him, I've met people. Like I've, I have friendships with people, and because of it's because of him. Because if he wasn't here, you know, I wouldn't have. You know, he's like I wouldn't have met you, and I was like, well, that's true. I wouldn't have the podcast. I wouldn't be on this podcast if it weren't for Stanley. You know, indirectly, if he didn't really do anything, like you know, we wouldn't be sitting here right now. Yeah. So like, it's just it's kind of cool if you actually think about the true ripple effect that 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 one, like how many people do you actually come across and you hear about and talk about that has this ripple effect against, uh, for everybody through everything? Like, I mean, how many people can you really think of that does that?
1: Not many. And not in that way where, you know, he's created something that will last longer than any of us, man. You know, they, you know, he's created characters that are going to outlive our children. And, um, there had to have been something special for that. He must've had great ideas for them to last that long because generally creative ideas like that. Um, look at the stories that last the test of time, right? You got the Bible, you got, you know, Perseus and, you know, all the tragedies, (laughs) Spider-Man, the Bible and (laughs) Spider-Man. That is that. If you think about it though, that is, our culture right like that's what we're we're gonna be telling our kids about we're not gonna be telling them about the you know journey of this guy who killed medusa or whatever we're gonna be telling them about how spider-man beat you know sandman you know
2: <laughs> well that's, and that's what i said when i when i was talking about your your writing as far as reagan goes is that he gave the world characters that it wasn't about their superpower it was about the person yeah like that's what draws everyone to spider-man is is it's a story about even though this kid from the you know from New York has these superhuman abilities, the stories are mostly about his life and yeah, the struggles. And let's not forget his everyday he was also struggles. a Nerd.
1: He yeah, was he was a also a nerd. Yeah, that you know who's, got who's on. reading these books that got picked on, and you know he he didn't just go out and start murking his bullies. You know, like he he used it for a good reason. So.
2: He wrote um, a book in the X Men about a a group of people that were persecuted and judged against in and, and hated in a time where that was going on in the world and yeah and selling it and like he he really transcended a lot of things in his writing because like I said it wasn't necessarily about this person and the the powers they have it was about the person first and the power set second like the Hulk it was about his you know it was about Bruce Banner's struggle. And then when he would become the Hulk and struggling with his life and and things like that, it wasn't. It's not necessarily about you know being a Superman or you know what you can do with your super abilities. It, it was. It always reminds yeah, me of the
3: conversation he had with Brody.
2: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> It's that's what that's what drew me to Spider-Man as a, as a small kid who was bullied in school for being a nerd is that's what Peter Parker was, and you can relate yeah. to the Spider-Man. You can relate to the situations he goes through in life. There are situations everybody goes through, and it's I think that's what, like I said, with with Raygun and your writing and his writing is that that's what makes longevity. Is you're you're writing about the people first in the skill set second.
1: Yeah, that's you have to start there though. You you. And you know, you have to start with the the characters, but the characters have to be relatable. And that's the that's the the problem with what I'm I'm seeing in a lot of people's work right now is like they're they're making these characters where who who, who first of all, who's relating to these characters? And you know, are the people who would relate to those characters are they buying comics? Uh because if they were, you know there'd be a lot more comics being sold and the industry would be doing a lot better. Um, that being said, I, I do think everybody should be represented fairly. And I, I do think that there should be one of everything in every comic. And I Ray Gun it comes out in February. And Ray, <laughs> yeah. and Ray Gun comes out in February. But, um, but, you know, you mentioned the X-Men. I'd like to talk about that because, you're exactly right. The X-Men and everybody would always talk about it. The X-Men were this this symbol of what was happening in the 60s, right? With 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 the civil rights movement and, you know, people rebelling against the establishment and did did did. did, But it wasn't so goddamn heavy-handed, was it? No. It was fun and and those characters even though they were these mutants and outcasts and, you know, they had a they had a a black one and a blue one and a, you know, a Japanese one. They were fun characters and they they all came together and, you know, they, they, they just did good things and people love them because of that. And now you have what's happening where it's all politics and there's no character development, you know, and characters are being thrown into these situations just because of the, of, of their demographics. And it's like, is that, is that what you were just talking about with good characters with a good background or is it just actually kind of wasting them, you know, and wasting the ability to have one of everything in a comic because you're, you're just plugging them in without not thinking about their backstory or, you know, what they can do for the story.
3: Well, can, I think that, that, oh, go ahead, Gal. I said, it, and I think that's why a lot of these storylines and a lot of these books fizzle so fast. <laughs> It's because you could see there's no chemistry there's nothing there you could tell it's just being thrown together for the purpose of being thrown together yeah i think it's,
2: it's a money grab it's a it's a let's create a first appearance because people are going to go nuts over it and it's going to explode online and it's going to get people talking it's a money grab and you you kind of see like in the movies with the marvel the marvel cinematic universe they're just now catching on to what what greg was talking about with relatability what you know, their last two huge films were Black Panther and Avengers Infinity War. And what made the villains in that completely different from any other villain in any other Marvel movie? Relatability, your ability to connect to them.
6: They made, yeah, they, I, they made
2: Thanos they made Thanos a sympathetic character. They made you connect with him. And this kind of the same thing with Killmonger. They made you connect with him. And that's what in and, and even in the new season of Daredevil with Bullseye, they make you connect with him
1: oh yeah i really like the new season of daredevil it's, i could
2: what it's what's driving the force now but you don't like you were saying you don't have that in comics anymore it's no you don't have that that connectability it's it's well we're gonna make this person gay now because the lbgt community wants a gay character well that's that's fantastic but why not make them their own character why not establish something new You know, it's, there's no originality anymore. And I guess it's, it's hard to, why do you got to keep bringing the same characters back to life? If you kill
1: them, think of something new. (laughs) And it's so funny how they outed Iceman too. Like I could, I could give a shit if Iceman's gay, like who really cares, but isn't that funny how they did it? Remember it was young Jean gray. Yeah. And and she's like, Oh, you're gay. He's like, no, what, what are you talking about? I'm not gay. What are you, what are you? And she's like, no, no, I'm reading your mind. You're gay. <laughs> that's, him, how, man. that's how he came out yeah no no but then you gay. look totally doxed him like yeah.
2: I, i feel bad for Cena grace who's, who's a friend of the show and someone i know who's writing ice man now and he posts on twitter all the time about the shit he gets from people like i'm not reading ice man he's not gay not my ice man like he's getting shit and he's constantly like look i didn't make this character gay i just got yeah. to take over the book like it's not yeah, my fault
1: a- you know that's the funny thing about it is it's I blame it is like is he gay? I who Cena Cena Grace? Yes, oh, yeah. oh, okay. so I mean. so that that makes it even more hilarious where he's like, guys, i did I didn't make this guy yay <laughs> but he's he he gave
2: Iceman... he established him like he gave him a backstory. he gave him a purpose and and he's done wonders with that character since taking it over. but it's just like, it's funny to me, like how much shit he gets on a daily basis from people. And he's really? just like, dude, I didn't even make the character gay. That wasn't my call. I just took over writing him. They're
5: doing oh, that, that with sucks. a lot of characters, though. And, and it's not just gay, it's, you know, turning certain characters into women and, you know, uh, changing their religious background, you know, silly stuff. on... It'd be cool if it was a new character. Why can't they just make a new character? They're going to get so much more. Look at Kamala Khan, she was a a new character, and everybody loves her. When they mess around with these characters that have history with people, and it's not about being prejudiced or racist, I think, with a lot of them, it's just hey, we've had this character for 40 years, and this is that character's story.
2: I agree, changing it.
3: People don't like change with things that they are comfortable with. Well,
2: look at Miles, dude. They Miles is a you know, he's a, a yeah by bi- he's a product of a bi- rela- rela- racial relationship, and Bendis created him, and he's a, a damn near as fucking popular as Peter Parker
1: yeah, but he's a new character. It's a perfect example, new character New character, yeah. They didn't subsume his identity to to you know make him a pastiche for you know another type of group of whatever that's going to do whatever. Um yeah, it, you're exactly right. It's just make new characters. Make good new characters. People love that. <laughs> you know? People love good new characters. Um but when you when you screw up a character essentially just to to have some gotcha story point, yeah, nobody's going to nobody's going to appreciate that shit.
2: But with the with the passing of Stan Lee, I mean, I'm I'm hearing <clears> stories about comic shop owners raising prices on back issues and people buying up books because you know, he wrote it thinking it's going to be worth something. And it's like,
3: I seen uh, there was a bookstore that I see on the forums of Facebook. They were, they had sold, uh, they were selling books and they actually canceled all their books from like the death of Stan Lee and two days prior of all the sales because they, they, they took and they jumped up their uh, books by like three hundred percent.
1: Wow! And because then they—they're—they're you
3: know, they're, they're just trying to profit in because he's like, and then they were trying to say, well, you know, uh, con prices have gone up and we just weren't, you know, keeping up with the with what con prices are and people just fucking went to town on this guy like he had like a like a four point six percent rating on like his Facebook store, really, and and within like. <laughs> Within like fifty minutes he had a .5. Oh
2: well and it's like my buddy texts me when Stan died. He's like, Oh Stanley died, time to sell all your signature stuff. Why? It's not gonna be worth a damn right now. The dude the dude signed anything and everything. The market is so it's not hard to get That's anything right. signed by
4: Stanley. What what Jose? Petroid right, was everything that he has.
2: Yeah, like it's he signed literally everything you know so it wasn't hard to to get something signed by him so it's not like his signature is going to be worth that much money right now
1: yeah but that's you knowing the market there's going to be a whole bunch of like noob goons out there that have no idea and they're going to be like we have to buy everything with stanley's signature
3: well i'm sure there's people in just like you know the guy who pulled all of his sales Mm. I'm sure he saw a huge influx because of it, and he was like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa! I can, well, I can. I,
5: got a, I got a question then, and this is me just playing devil's advocate. Is that mm-hmm. not what that game, that game is? That buy low, sell high game is? I mean, yeah, I would course. say,
3: I, I say yes, but I wouldn't like if I already bought something and they canceled it so they can raise the price. That's fucked.
5: I agree with you on that. Yeah, I, yeah. I agree. With you on that that's I a- would,
3: I would say all of anything that's been bought and paid for and committed to. You're but, gonna have to eat that and, and sell it because that was your price. But now you can you can inflate your prices as you see fit.
5: A perfect example of what I'm—I think I'm okay with it. It's—it's it's hard to say 100% okay, but I'm—I'm I'm okay with it in a way that I just said about buying low and selling high. And that is, you know, like the, the, the Stanley books that you can get out there where he's on them, like the Marvel age and uh, the Fumetti book and the San Diego comic-con live book and the no prize, those books, I'm cool with people selling those for a hundred to $200 and making money off of them. I'm cool with that. So um, I guess if, if, you're not doing what Kyle said where you've already sold them for a certain price. And then, you know, two days later, because he died, you're canceling the things and tripling the price. That's fucked.
2: But you have people selling back issues of Spider-Man for double the price that, that, issues that he wasn't even on.
5: I don't, you know, what I almost feel like of that is if you're the idiot that's going and buying those books and you're,
2: yeah, deserve to be,
5: because that's stupid, you know?
3: Like I've seen another guy on, on some of the forums. He was like, this is bullshit that you guys are selling books with Stanley's signature on them. You should be donating all of it to his charities. <laughs> you know, here's what the fuck idea. are you talking about? Why, why should, why should I have to donate money to a charity well, just because Stanley? That died? guy. Well, <laughs> this, guy. <laughs> no, this is the American way, man. You fucking you you find a reason to I'm sell something what he and you capitalize on it. I mean,
4: you're Stan, doing exactly what he did.
3: Well, here's the exactly. thing. Exactly.
5: People, people don't realize. Stan Lee lived till he's 95. That dude lived a fucking killer life. I Yeah. Thought I can live to 95. And then on top of it, he was fucking Stan Lee. He was Stan Lee. That dude had a great life. He and had two first names. Person. Yeah. And, and, and he was. <laughs> <living> <laughs> Wait, did you
3: say he had two first names? <laughs> yeah.
4: <laughs> Stanley Leo, Leibowitz.
5: But that dude had a great life. So instead of being sad, I say screw it. I say, tip a beer to him, you know? No one That's what I
1: say too.
4: One. I mean, who no else has first first two names? Murderers. <laughs> Hero killers. You gotta watch out. Hero killers. Yeah. Who are killers?
3: Damn, Jose. Thanks for fucking ruining I know.
1: I <laughs> I guess I don't have to bring up Hitler to this show. <laughs> you know who else has two first names who are killers? <laughs> it's kind of true, though.
3: That's the, that was the, it was a thinking job. final of the show going plummeting. But oh. I just, I don't know.
2: But you it, see books like Spider-Gwen exploding because he signed it and he didn't have anything to do with the character. Yeah, he created Gwen Stacy, but he didn't create Spider Gwen. Like that's
1: no, No, he created created the basis of that character, though. He's Gwen is his.
6: Yeah,
2: it's. I I think it's. It's tomatoes. You're. you're Tomatoes, tomatoes. apples, and oranges. You're (laughs) you're comparing
3: apples and oranges at that point.
1: Yeah.
3: Hey man, he made comic books. He could sign anyone. (laughs) Well.
2: (laughs) You're absolutely right. But I I've I've loved watching the tributes that people have come out with him and and people like Kevin Smith did a really good Fat Man or Batman or a Fat Man Beyond talking about Kevin Smith. Or talking about um He's Stan talking Lee about and, himself. Yeah, talking about himself.
6: Yeah.
2: <laughs> talking about Stanley and, and all the times he's met him and funny stories and stuff with him. And you know, just just the, the tributes that are coming out are are awesome. And I love the what what I think it was I can't remember who was it posted in our chat the other day of of a thing with him, Todd McFarlane and, um, it's Stanley, Tom McFarlane and fucking Rob Liefeld. And Stan Lee's sitting there taking shots at Rob Liefeld for the fact that he can't draw feet. (laughs) 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 Like stuff like that. And like Kevin Smith tells a, um, a story about, you know, him coming over to his house and taking shots at Johnny rotten. And it's just like the, the man was, Transcend it, and it's you're right, absolutely right, Brian. He lived a fucking killer life, and the dude, the dude's immortal. He's gonna, he's immortal. It's yeah. He achieved what everyone goes through life wanting to do. He left his mark, and he'll always be remembered. And he's gonna be fucking immortal. Yeah, so, like like Greg said, our he, the, he created characters that are gonna surpass us, our children, our grand, or, you know, our children's children. It's, Forever. it's ridiculous.
1: Mm-hmm. Forever, he created a mythology and uh, a universe yeah how cool right. is that though that is so cool just the that thought is of so that. cool and he was 95 like come on man like how much longer do you want to live you know i mean you're rich about you you've you've made things that people long. love um yeah it's it's over you know
2: i mean it's, technically the, the guy was the closest thing to a god any one of us is gonna you know see on earth because he created a universe and yeah. a lucky few got to dabble and play in that universe yeah you know
6: so it's no, he's, he's
2: it's ragged. crazy uh, the the effect he's had on on the industry and people and even till 95 but i still think the fact that that's what killed him and it's, I, you know he he would have celebrated his 96th birthday next month and i think the, his downfall was the fact that he stopped touring. He stopped going out. He stopped all that stuff. Fucking old as dirt. Well, yeah, but <laughs> when you're going and you get up every day and you're constantly going, like, that's, that's what you ask any old person that lives that old, how what, what kept you alive that's that what long? what they say, yeah. Masturbate. They say that yeah. it's,
1: it's, routine. it's routine. It's having and constantly something to do every day. And,
2: right. And when they took it away from him and he was, you know, he stopped doing signings and what two months later after he stopped doing signings? three months later he he passed away it's been longer than two Twice months' was, was the catalyst just, he he got to, he didn't get to suck on the souls of nerds anymore he lost his sustenance he lost his life force <laughs> his no, more, sucking no, no
3: more whiskey and masturbation yeah no more sucking that's your life force <laughs> oh sorry I'm gonna be like six thousand years old then you're gonna be like 62 <laughs> My- <laughs> my nails are gonna be like my nails are gonna be like 19 inches long your toenails are already that so- long. <laughs> clink clink bitches you're fucking you can
2: hear kyle's toenails on the floor before you see him because they sound like talons that's why i gotta find your
3: shoes so fast because they
1: dig holes through. yeah whiskey and masturbation when he wears fucking sandals <laughs> oh,
2: that is the but key it's, to life it's definitely like i said and who knows he could be the, this could be the start of the, the comic market crash that I, I think needs to happen. I've been saying for a
3: while, I think needs to happen. Does it need to, there doesn't need to be a crash. There needs to be a correction.
1: There needs to be a spike. There needs to be something that attracts people enough to, to pay smells. for it. Yeah. You know, uh, like I said, I, I think it's, <laughs> I think it's what people need is just to have a good story and just to be like, wow, that was really good. You know, this is something that I want to show my kid. Uh, This is something that I want to talk about, you know, instead of talking about Game of Thrones or something, they might be able to say, yeah, and I also read this really good book about this kid who finds Nikola Tesla's ray ray gun. And then you have all those conversations about Tesla and Edison and what happens if you have this. Just exactly like we did. There's enough there for everybody, you know, for people to be interested. And That,
2: uh, That spike will come in February when ray gun goes on sale.
1: Yeah. (laughs)
3: oh i can't wait for february i'm so excited
1: yeah man me too it's a long time coming (laughs) it's a lot hey what what happened to your story that you were writing
2: oh i have i've i've still been working on it but it's been yeah it's been shelved yeah it's been shelved i still work on it from time to time but i'm just like i never i don't have a lot of time
3: anymore (laughs) yeah he does it when he leaves the office yeah which isn't very rare. Yeah, my room. <laughs> Didn't you tell me that when you heard Stan Lee pass, you were going to leave work early? <laughs> I did.
2: I did. I <laughs> did. That's awesome.
3: You were just going to log off and lay back down in bed. I was.
2: I was, was going to sit in bed and cry.
3: <laughs> oh, bad. It was sad,
2: man. Like
3: <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go home from work early. <laughs> <laughs>
2: it's crazy how he's touched <laughs> <laughs> He's touched so many people's lives You know And even if you never even met him He's had an effect on your life Just by the characters <laughs>
6: <So>. He worked <laughs> from get, home get
2: too <laughs> Yeah he did
6: <laughs> oh, He's, go. he's, he's just
2: loving it eh? Yeah, it, This is a, this is a <laughs> typical episode
3: <laughs> I'm gonna go home from work early.
2: <laughs> I'm glad you're getting kicked out of that. This is so
3: funny because I just picture you shut your computer off and laying in bed. <laughs>
2: That's exactly what it would have been. You're not wrong.
1: He just closes his computer and just sits there for a while with his yep. eyes closed.
2: <laughs> one one single tear rolling down my cheek. <laughs> yeah.
3: He just turns to the left and watches TV.
2: Yep. Uh, I start watching Mallrats and and Stanley's monologue on repeat with the watching here.
1: Uh, <laughs> I love Mallrats.
2: No, he's too busy not standing guard to keep people out.
4: <laughs> <Bleed> i <with> You're <Lynn. laughs> the worst secretary. What the fuck, ever. are you
6: doing in my house? <laughs> Oh, my God.
4: (laughs) Worst secretary ever. He
2: is. He's the worst security ever. I think he clogs clogs
3: the toilet often, too.
2: I'm going to get him a little shirt that says security.
3: (laughs) He'll have badges he gives out after you sign in. Yep. He licks them. Oh, my God. Yeah, it's a stamp. It's
2: not a badge. It's a stamp so he can lick it. (laughs) So I do have to say, admit that I was
5: totally wrong about Teen Titans. Uh, oh yeah, oh yeah. You watched it? Uh, I well, I kind of watched it again. My brother hadn't seen it, so I watched the first couple episodes again, and uh, I was, and then we got all the way up to like I think I watched the last latest one tonight. Pretty damn good. Pretty I'm damn too. Good. I'm too behind. The last episode I watched was Doom Patrol. New Patrol was the one that kind of made me go, you know what? This is maybe really cool. I didn't expect to see
3: them.
1: So Yeah, I haven't seen it. It's not released here yet. It, it's coming to Netflix in Japan.
3: Oh, It's wonderful. You're fucking lucky.
1: Yeah, I guess. But I got an eight-year-old that loves the Teen Titans cartoon, but I, apparently he's not oh, going to be able to watch it. No, this, right? yeah,
2: absolutely not. No, 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 no. So, so did
1: he get to watch the Teen Titans movie? Oh, Oh, the cartoon? Yeah. Yeah, when they went to Japan,
2: yeah. No, no, he's talking uh, the Teen Titans Go to the Movies. Oh, no. The animated
1: cartoon. No. They have a different one?
2: So, there's a... I came out in the States this summer. It was called Teen Titans Go to the Movies. Uh, So, it was like Teen Titans Go. But it was... Yeah, it was an actual movie.
3: So, you live in Japan. What's that like, for real? Like, what is that like living in Japan? (laughs) It
1: depends real. on. I I live in in Tokyo. I I live in Shimokitazawa, Tokyo. And
3: before you answer
2: that, remember that whole conversation before the show started. You're about to open up another can of worms. He's, <laughs> he's fishing for something here. No, yeah.
3: no, I'm not. No, I really like. Okay, like I have a I have a friend who who's in a band. Yeah. And they go to Japan all the time to play, and they say they love it when they when they have the opportunity to go play in Japan. Yeah. they they say it's the greatest experience because there's nothing like the japanese fan of of like american music and they have all these friends there and they talk and they've gone to japan like 4 or 5 6 times to play and yeah and they say it's the it's the greatest place to to perform and they would love to live there he always talks about i wish i could live in japan because it's just so awesome
1: yeah yeah it is yeah. i mean i don't want to I don't want to blow it up too much because there's always a downside right to everything. But, uh, I love it, man. Like, you know, I'm originally from Winnipeg, Manitoba. It's under a million people in the middle of the prairies in North America. And then I moved to Vancouver, which is 7 million people or maybe it's a little more now. Um, but you know, multicultural, that's where I met my wife. She's Japanese. Um, And now I live in a city with 30 million people, you know, and in just to be able to see how cultures change and how people are different. um, It makes me appreciate this country so much. And this country is great for me, man. I mean, I'm, I am functionally illiterate here. I don't speak Japanese and I still have a great job. You know, I've, I've managed to start my own team uh, at the place where I work for gaming you know, big shout out to Rebecca if she's listening to this. Um, you know, it's 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 a fantastic place. And what's really great about Japan, besides the food, cost of living. Cost of living. I mean, we, we lived in Vancouver, Canada, which is so damn expensive. Um, so people think that living in a city of this size would be really expensive. It's not. It's actually much cheaper. When you have a bigger market, the price goes down for things because everybody's competing, right? So if, if you have a place that sells beer, and you're selling it for, you know, four dollars a beer, and I sell it for three fifty, I'm gonna take all your business, dude. Yep. It's it's just so, gonna be.
3: Is it super crammed there, like like Manhattan style, like it's just like piled on top of each other, or is it more like like what's it actually like there?
1: Uh yeah, there's a lot of people, dude. I mean, there's a lot, a lot of people. It's, it's, you, you, it kind of, uh, feels when you first move here, it feels claustrophobic. Like, you're just like, Oh my God, you know, get away. And uh, so do
3: you use like Mads, mass tra God, God, I can't even say it. Transit. Yeah. Like do you Everybody take the buses in the, so like, I mean, what is that like? Is it like how they show it? Like there's like thousands of people cramming into like one car type of thing. Or is it like, uh,
1: yeah, I, I won't lie. It, 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 it if you go rush hour time, but you know, I go to work early in the morning. I leave early in the afternoon, um, and I miss those times, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but if you are the kind of guy that's you know you want to you want to be with everybody else on the train, then man, you are getting pushed into that train like a sardine tin. You are, you're, I, I hate it personally. I, it's one of the things I like. I said there is negatives, and you can bitch forever, but uh, it sucks um and sometimes the people there's just it's just too much for me um but you know we have a pretty big place where we live and stuff so it's okay
2: so i got a serious i got a serious question tim says in the chat wall-to-wall hentai
3: (laughs) (laughs) so is it japanese food or do they just call it
1: food (laughs) they just call it food
2: are you kidding me that was your serious question (laughs) the the, the way you said it you're all serious and your question was do they call it japanese food or just food (laughs) (laughs)
3: fucking hell oh my
1: god that's so funny
3: like i but it's i mean like the food there is like it, it probably blows your mind right like
1: well, the Japanese the, one of the best things about Japanese uh, culture and people is um they don't do anything half-assed. Like if you talk to oh, somebody half-assed. and and you say what is your hobby or like what do you what do you like and they're like I like jazz music. That person will be able to to tell you about every jazz record, you know, who played what when uh, they probably play an instrument they're always going to see con- like they don't dabble here in anything so they always going go for back the gold going back to the food uh if you buy a hot dog uh it's going to be the best damn hot dog you've ever had in your life i uh, heard hmi
2: chimichanga is huge in japan <laughs> yeah.
1: he's got a his posters all over here yeah. yeah
2: he's got a he's got a following
1: always <laughs> ate <laughs> <Hose A> chimichang <laughs> do
3: they have chimichangas there
1: Oh, uh, it's hard to get good Mexican food, but we got a nice <laughs> place called to te- Yeah, we got a nice place called It's Authentic Mexican Food uh, pretty close to my house, but it's. That's
4: uh, what it's called? Mexican to Japan?
1: It's called It's, no, it's Authentic called,
3: Mexican Food?
1: That's no, the name of the called, restaurant? No, it's called Tepito. <laughs> oh, what does that mean, Mexican? No, it's <laughs> a town in Mexico where the guy's from who, oh. who owns the restaurant.
3: So he went from Mexico to Japan to open up a restaurant? That's fucking genius.
2: Yeah, man. I bet you he calls it Mexican food, Kyle.
3: No, he just <laughs> calls it food. <laughs> yeah, do you call
1: it Mexican food or food? He just I should ask food. him next time I'm there. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Japan's great. Hard to get comics, man. There's only one really good comic shop in all of Tokyo where you can buy Western comics. But you
2: can buy, like, fucking ma- manga on, like, every street corner, right? They have- it's everywhere.
3: Yeah. It's everywhere.
1: Yeah. Oh, can you and give
3: me some bleach bootlegs?
1: I'll I'll actually send you like what they read here. Um, it's it's every week. Tentables uh, everywhere. Nope. It's that's that's a myth, you know. But uh, it's it's this huge book, um, and it's got it's all kind of I would say black and white, but it's not even black and white. Like some of the comics are purple pages and then yellow pages, so that they separate in this huge book. And that's what people buy every week, and on yeah, the it's cover like uh,
2: Jump. Or, yeah, yeah,
1: something like that. Yeah, and then that's who on, does Bleach. On the cover, there's always they do like, a lot of stuff. Big boobies.
3: Those are the best. <laughs> 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 that's
1: great. So call, Man- they, Manitou- they, sorry, Manitou- one more ahead. one more thing. Go they ahead. Call boobies opai. If you opai, yeah, that. yeah, opai, opai.
5: Mm-hmm. so you said you're from manitoba uh i you, am do you listen to uh, it's it, this just came out of my head out of nowhere just because i'm going crazy on this podcast lately there's this uh cbc podcast where this guy goes and figures out uh uh like old um murder cases and tries to solve them do you listen to that
1: no oh, man knows i know
5: something no no I thought yeah. it was going to be a hockey question. That's Not what I thought right. it was going to be. <laughs>
2: <laughs> What's I thought Brian the was like about there? to come hard with a hockey question.
5: No, no,
1: no. Well, do you follow, do you follow hockey much? No, man. Um, oh. I've, I've never been a hockey fan. I like football and, and fighting. All right. Why why? Wait, Canadian, so-
2: that's why they take your Canadian citizenship away. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. You have yeah, to go to like Japan. Hockey. you don't like hockey eh we're not gonna kick you out but please go
3: (laughs) you gotta go eh?
1: actually i was really lucky to be when i was um because that's where i met igor corday and because he was living there i don't know even why he was living there at the time but uh yeah he's like kind of like my mentor when it comes to making books um he's the guy he's the guy that reviews my stuff and gives me advice and his wife too is a professional comic artist in in uh croatia and yeah that's where i met him very cool yeah that guy got a bum rap in the in the west he's he's a goddamn genius His, his artwork is is so fantastic and he just kind of like took on took on more work than he could do, I think, like with quality. And so the quality of the work dropped. And then, of course, everybody just, you know, ah, this guy sucks. It's like, actually, no, he's doing three books every month because, you know, the artists, Ethan Van Skyver was one of them actually, couldn't keep up with their their assignments. And so they would be like, hey, Igor, yeah, can you, can you do this issue too? And he's like, yeah, okay. Not thinking, you know because he's rushing he's not doing that great a job
5: yeah it happens to a lot of people actually it's kind of it's kind of a bummer
1: yeah yeah but you know they're making money too they're you know it's it's a goof that's for sure but they they kind of bring it on themselves right they're like oh i'm getting an extra page rate you know i'm making more money yeah but but is it worth
5: it? I was I was reading uh an old trade the other day and it was a, a trade I hadn't, you know, picked up at all since I got it and I was going through it and the art was so absolutely terrible that I couldn't read it. It was an X-Men book and it was just made me realize how art can change a, a comic
1: book so quickly. Yeah. The
2: artist,
5: Ronald? Jail.
1: Uh I don't remember who it was. What was the storyline, do you remember? It was
5: um it was the one where uh uh, uh Havoc and it was it yeah, Havoc and Lorna were getting ready to get married. Okay. And uh Juggernaut was fighting uh it started off with uh, the X-Men fighting um uh with the Canadian group, the Canadian X-Men. Alpha Flight. Alpha Flight, yeah. And
1: uh Juggernaut just destroying people and uh i would love to write alpha fight oh my god yeah
5: but anyways it was uh, it was a really s- crappy storyline but the art just made it beyond terrible
1: yeah that it's, much worse
5: there's certain things that you know gel you know certain art styles that gel with certain characters and stuff and
1: it definitely doesn't gel with the x-men sometimes when you know it's that bad I love the Alpha Flight, um, the fact that it was James Hudson and Heather Hudson who found Wolverine after yeah. he escaped from the Weapon X compound. Yeah. And uh, they, like, nursed him back to health, you know, this, and and he always loved Heather Hudson because of that. Yeah. Because she was the one, basically, as soon as James Hudson comes in, he, into this cabin they were in, he would just go mental all the time. Yeah. Um So, but, you know. He was like the gentle, whatever, with her. And so they always had this special relationship. I always really liked that for some reason.
5: Yeah. Same type yeah. of thing that him and Gene had almost. Right. Yeah.
1: Yeah. She, she could calm him. Definitely. Yeah.
5: Uh-huh. I, miss, I really miss
4: those exits. dark outside. It's getting low. <laughs>
7: what did he say?
4: Sun's getting really low. You know where that's from? No. it's probably. <laughs>
6: Oh, the end oh, yeah. <laughs>
5: Jesus Christ, man! Where's that it? from?
4: Uh, <laughs> it's from um, uh, uh, what is it? Avengers two, when uh, uh Scarlet or Black Widow would uh, oh yeah, calm down. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, and, really then, th- and then
3: Thor tries it in Ragnarok.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
3: why would you say that? <laughs>
6: Uh, yeah. <laughs> Sun's getting real low.
3: <laughs> no, I don't know. I never heard that. <laughs>
1: Ragnarok uh, was great, eh? Oh, oh I love that. Was That's like movie.
4: Yeah, I like taito Wikiti <laughs> Is the director? He has so many good movies, or a good movie. Thor Ragnarok. No, he has um <laughs> where where the shadows were. What's it called? It's a it's a documentary a fake documentary about three vampires
1: oh where um, they all live together yeah yeah that's a great movie too
4: yeah that's the one that's his firm or is it his first de- debut director film but
1: it's really good so he's from new zealand then right yeah oh that's cool
4: i don't know if they're all funny like that
3: arfino's <laughs> frodo
1: Hey, big guy. Jesus Christ, Kyle. <laughs> <laughs> What uh, movies are you guys stoked about coming up? I mean, um,
6: it's
2: got a, pretty much all the Marvel stuff for me.
1: New Mutants.
4: New if Mutants. it ever comes out. Well, it was supposed to come out this past uh, uh, April, I think. It got pushed back because Marvel bought them out.
1: It's going to get shelved, or Disney gonna get shelled, I think new mutants get shelled, and then uh I, I i was convinced that they were gonna do that with the Phoenix movie, oh, they got it, uh, they got redone basically, yeah, I know, yeah, but i I thought for sure, yeah, that one's dead,
2: and they pushed it back to be a summer blockbuster instead of an early release,
1: yeah, I don't know, I'm kinda tired of x men movies, you know, like yeah, nobody gets them right, yeah. It's it's tough. That last Wolverine movie was baller, but Oh yeah, that was it was really good. Yeah, but now, I don't know. It's hard to do the mutants, I guess. I don't know. Well, it's not if you don't
4: if you all you have to do is stick to the story. True. That's all that's all you have to do and they keep fucking it up every time.
3: Got to relate, you got to relate to the masses though.
4: The masses don't know shit.
3: The masses are what pays the bills.
1: <laughs> yeah, uh, the lowest common denominator is what you gotta shoot for with films, right? So but yeah. What about Captain Marvel? You guys all psyched about that? Oh yeah. I, oh man. come on. I can like are, you, are you really? Yeah,
5: yeah, I am. If they're gonna the put it in um, and opening up that whole space
1: thing, I'm all about it. Oh my god. I don't know, man. I, I love the mar- – my wife and I, and my wife is totally usually not like this, but we, we see every single Marvel movie. And, of course, because, you know, comics. But, um, yeah, that's the one movie where I'm like, ah, dumb. I don't know. Mm-mm. You know, like uh, I've never read her in the comic besides when she was in the Avengers. What's well, um, Avengers, right? No, man. So, the New Avengers, right? no not even you that know francis you was writing her no the best the best time for carol danvers ever was in the late i don't even know how i got these issues but it was in the late 70s when wonder man and beast were members of the remember they used to get pissed and like go on double days yeah. and stuff that's the dave letterman issue yeah and then yeah and then there was like that big robot like yeah, like that's that's when Carol Danvers was was really cool in my mind, and then that was just just prior to her getting mind wiped, uh, and her powers stolen by Rogue. Um, mm-hmm, but yeah. that's that was when she was at her best. Like she had she had survived all this stuff. I remember know, that and, episode from X Men, the cartoon from the nineties. They actually
4: yeah. did one where Rogue stole Miss Marvel's powers, yeah, because of Mystique.
1: Yeah, that, she got that always to stuck with me. And it was because, I can't remember what exactly, but basically Rogue had stolen somebody else's powers just to be able to fight her, right? Yeah, they. she stole her powers, right? Uh, after, but this is what happened. Rogue stole somebody's powers so that she could fight Carol Danvers. And then they ended up fighting on the Golden Gate Bridge, I think it was. Or right. it was the Brooklyn Bridge, one of those things. And, and they were a bridge. And they yeah. were fighting so hardcore. And it was a great battle. And Rogue got the upper hand on her. And she was so savage. Like, she was so, like, I'm going to rip this we're bitch's hair out. Yeah. Uh, she, she didn't let go of her when, when she was sucking her powers up. And then she permanently drained her. Ah, oh, it was so cool. And then, then Rogue, remember, she always had Carol Danvers in her brain? Yep. And she was always like, what the hell? I have her memories too. And yeah. Yeah, that, that was those really were cool.
5: my favorite X Men times. Those were the best. That was when X Men was. as prime. Yeah, that was every fanboy's X Men, you know?
1: Yeah. Yeah. So good. I don't even know what they're doing now, man. I haven't read an X Men comic in.
5: It's terrible. They're trying Five to, years.
1: Yeah, they're All these tra- different colors.
5: Yeah. They're trying to, like, re grab that Glory Day stuff, but they're just. They're it's relaunching Uncanny. It falls yeah. flat.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah, you
5: launch it every time. It's so I've annoying.
3: I've tried it a couple times, and you're just like, I don't know. I just go, "Fuck it, pass!" and I just fucking yeah. just fucking tossing it to the
1: side. And you would think Is it's Xavier's on. still dead. You no, know, I think
4: they brought him back, didn't they?
1: Oh, did they? I, I have so. the
4: one with um, Lalandra's and Xavier's uh, daughter. Yeah, and it's also got. Um,
2: who else is on that team? Um pretty crazy. anyways, they're putting all these yes. together. And yeah. you would think that with the culture that we're in in the way the world is right now and how everyone's so on edge culturally and in divided, like X-Men would be thriving right now.
1: Yeah, that's what I that's what I thought is like, wow, this is a great opportunity to use that, you know. We should and, uh, on that but I guess again. If you go too heavy handed with it and you don't make good stories, well, it doesn't matter that you have a good outlet for a type of story. If the stories suck, you know, like nobody's going to want to read them.
2: Jay says in the chat, so I saw a rumor that Wolverine is going to be in one of the Avengers. I think that's just a rumor because they actually don't acquire the, if I'm correct, they actually don't acquire the Fox rights until sometime in January. So they the, the deal is not officially done until sometime in January.
6: Mm.
2: So I don't think you're going to see Wolverine in any Avengers films. Maybe, maybe down the line, because nobody knows what they're going to do after the fourth one. So maybe down the line, but I don't think you're
1: going to see him. In it's too bad that Hugh Jackman doesn't want to do that anymore, because Into why the- not? But Wolverine can be old. You know, it's fine. Yeah. As long That's as long Danny as he's Devener got the muscles. Be Wolverine. <laughs> Bob Hoskins.
2: <laughs> no way. You got a, a Tommy Wiseau.
3: No.
1: <laughs> Tommy Wiseau.
3: He's throwing a football. <laughs> Who was it? Uh,
2: the lead singer of the Misfits wanted to play Wolverine. Danzig. Danzig. Glenn Danzig wanted to play fucking Wolverine too. I
3: thought he was dead. <laughs> Perfect for it. Huh. I thought Glenn, Glenn Dazig died like two years ago.
5: Hell, I thought Betty Ford died. Betty Ford?
3: Yeah,
2: Betty White. Yeah. I
3: think, I think Betty Ford is dead. <laughs> <laughs> she's, she's at her clinic.
1: Yeah, Betty Ford died of a drug overdose.
3: Yeah. <laughs> 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 Ford.
6: Oh. <laughs> <Look>. <laughs>
2: Betty Ford. Betty Ford. Betty Ford. Shit.
5: All right, Shit. Well, Betty White's ninety six. So that Stan Lee is still very much alive. He's yeah. three years old. Yeah, Betty White. The
2: Mandela effect. <laughs> Betty White. Yeah, the, the Mandela, Mandela effect. effect. <laughs> the Steen versus Berenstein bears, huh? No, the
5: <laughs> crazy one is the Star Wars one, man. That's a crazy. Which one? Which one? So. Do you remember what's the most famous line from Star Wars? Luke, I am your father.
1: Luke, I am your father.
5: That's right. not what he says, though. He didn't say that.
1: What does he say? He
5: says, "I am your father," yeah. not Luke. I am your father. Oh, okay. Crazy, right? Yeah, I was. I always
1: thought he was like Luke.
5: I am your father. You know where I think that comes from? So I think that comes from Tommy Boy. Uh, everybody remembers the Tommy Boy scene instead <laughs> of the real Star
1: Wars scene. <laughs> <laughs> oh man hey guys i i gotta i gotta go all right yeah, yeah s- sorry about that all right but thanks all right. Good we'll talk. right we'll talk to you soon yeah thank you so much for having me on
2: no problem we appreciate you being on continue again
1: yeah. in january sounds good man um yeah, for sure i'm gonna send you uh, a package uh probably Ooh. in december Jesus and it'll take Jesus a little Jesus while to get there pics so Matt, Japanese uh, dick pics. I don't, yeah, right. pixelated, just little. Yeah, there's like a thousand on <laughs> one little card. <laughs> um, but Matt, uh, yeah, I guess I'll get your address and stuff, and uh, we'll we'll get that out to you. Okay.
2: Yeah, sounds good, man.
1: All right, cool. Thank I you guys so much. To you. Thanks, uh, for being Gun, uh Be uh, in previews magazine and being solicited in December. Uh, if you want a good comic story, definitely check it out. For oh. sure. Please right. ask for it on your awesome. local shop. Okay. And thank you, uh Jose. Awesome to meet you today, man. You too. Um it was Brian, on uh, issue, Jose. Yeah. <laughs> Brian, you. really good meeting you too. You too, brother. I'm looking forward to reading the book. Okay. Thank you. Have a good night, guys. You too. too. Bye bye.
4: Bye. Say bye to the future.
1: <laughs> say bye to the future.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Question for you, Brian. What's up? What do you mean that you're going crazy on this podcast? What? What did you mean when you said you're going crazy on this podcast?
3: The podcast about the murders. Yeah, oh, the podcast oh, about oh. the murders, yeah. There's this
5: podcast that uh, I've been listening to. Uh, I've been going crazy on those true true crime podcasts. Okay. And uh, there's one called Up and Vanish that I just binged like over the last week at work. And I started this one about
2: Canada where the
5: give
3: Brian a bunch of shit for plugging. I was, <laughs> <laughs>
2: no, I was about to give him shit. Cause I thought he was going crazy about this podcast. Was like, well you can get the fuck out there. Yeah.
5: No, no
3: I, I knew what he was talking about.
2: No, hell no. Come on now. <laughs> Come on now. Did you listen to last week's episode? I haven't yet. I, haven't. I did. You haven't, you haven't heard our fantastic new edition no i was looking forward to it too, like. i was
3: hoping he was gonna show up here soon
2: yeah
4: we
3: had a good guest
2: yeah greg was greg was fantastic man yeah greg is awesome
3: it's such a it really is like we're not just like saying it because he was on the show like if you guys to, to all of you that have been listening to us like that is a g- awesome comic
2: we fanboyed over this book for the last three years.
3: We did. It we, hard I mean, hard for it. it was it's an awesome book. Like, like I've been giving him shit for what, two years now to get a shirt?
4: Yeah.
5: You guys yeah. gotta let me read it. You know, somebody's gotta let me let me borrow it and check it out.
2: It's I awesome. I want to really, see if we still have the um, we might not be able to get the, the stuff he sent us since he's not with that company obviously anymore.
3: Obviously you can pirate
2: it.
4: <laughs> well i'm not gonna no. do that to him
3: <laughs> just play it. come on now well,
4: wait till january or february
3: yeah it, it'll be worth it it's uh, like i mean we're still i mean we've been in suspense for a couple years now we still have two more episodes there are two more issues to read mm-hmm. yeah I'll like I, to- and I remember it too it's i think it actually ends with like matthew like walking away from the military base mm-hmm.
4: like the incredible hulk
2: yep
3: Yet with his thumb out and the sad music playing <laughs> yeah.
2: there's a little there's a little thing in the book when you open it up the sad music plays
3: it's actually a really cool book
2: and yeah, it definitely sounds like it yeah i wish i still had the uh, the digital copies but i think they got taken down i'll have to ask him
3: yeah for sure
2: i'll have to ask him if he has something that he can send me for did he put
5: day. out any physical copies of it
2: no it was all mm. digital okay because I gave him crap because I wanted physical copies. Well, remember,
5: he was even saying that. He was saying that he'd lo- he'd rather have physical, you know? Yeah.
3: Yeah. Well, like Stan Lee said, at best, you know, looking at them is great, but there's nothing. It's like boobies. They're great to have in your hand.
2: There's not. Yeah, there's not. There's nothing like a bag, quite like,
4: like a bag of sand
2: holding that comic in your hand. Yeah. But, um. But yeah, so what you missed uh, last week is we we have a new adjust, a, a, a new uh, addition. I can't fucking talk to our uh, our podcast team, and he's a little eight year old boy named Chest
3: Chest Rockwell. Chest
4: <laughs> Rockwell. Chest Rockwell. It's a pretty funny guy. real quick, I'll bring it, him
3: back. <laughs> you gonna go get him?
4: No, I have to go to the bathroom. Oh, uh, I'll be back. He's in your bathroom. No, I have to go to the
3: bathroom. <laughs> got a turtle in your bathroom? That, that, he's got a turtle head he's popping hey, out he's got, a... he's got a turtle
2: head <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's man, no way beautiful. he's got a turtle head what the fuck
3: <laughs> 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 I gotta go to the bathroom I got a turtle head yeah that's
2: great it is. but Chester Rockwell is, is hilarious <laughs> Yeah, well, look, I was hoping I was hoping Jose was going to be able to get him on the show again tonight.
3: He's a funny little bastard.
5: <laughs> I'm looking forward to hearing it now. Ugh. I I, know. I, did, I did something crazy. I went to in you know uh, oh, I went oh. over to San Diego over the weekend and we did a, a tour of the breweries. And uh, we just by chance walked into a, a brewery. That uh, was doing a collective uh, beer with the Deftones, and uh, which is oh, like my nice. favorite band ever. And Heck yeah, uh, and they had all this Attention. cool. Oh, where... oh this there chest
7: oh.
2: just shows up. There he is. Look, <laughs> head. Look, <he's>
7: <laughs>
2: nice <laughs> to meet you, brother. Nice <laughs> to meet Jeez, you. Jeez, chest! What a mouth.
7: <laughs> <laughs> I was he's taking his shit? <laughs> I like him out. <laughs>
2: He let you out while he was taking a shit.
7: No, I stuck in his room and locked his door so he can't get in here.
2: <laughs> so, are you saying that Jose's your dad? No, no,
7: <laughs> he's my roommate.
2: <laughs> he's your I roommate he's lover.
5: Is he? Is he? Is is that is that a good or bad thing? What roommate? Oh, well, yeah. If you want to call it that?
7: He buys you beer.
5: <laughs> he buys you beer.
3: You're like eight years old. <laughs> For me, it's kind of weird. What kind of beer do you drink? What does he buy you?
7: What is it called? Budweiser.
3: <laughs> is he buys you Budweiser. Well, at least I guess he goes what? fucking cheap on you. What? Then so why does he go fucking cheap on you? I
7: don't know. That's that's only that's only that's only good for me. Tell
2: him. Tell me what the good shit. I'm somebody who doesn't steal his dad's Bud Light.
7: I don't think he, his dad drinks Bud Light. No, I think he
2: drinks Tecate. <laughs> Tecate. <laughs> Makes sense. I
7: think he's a he's a dirty beaner anyways.
2: <laughs> what? Jesus, man. <laughs> Jesus,
7: Chet.
3: <No. laughs> oh
7: man. So I got a couple jokes for you guys. Let's hear them. All right. Um. Ever have sex while capping. No. It's fucking intense. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, what do you get when you dress an altar boy and meet a priest
6: (laughs) hey
7: holy fuck (laughs)
2: Uh. Uh. chest we uh we have some uh listeners that sent some questions for us for you this week
7: oh can't wait to fucking hear these (laughs) 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 <laughs>
5: <laughs> <laughs> oh, chest mm. what name
3: chest
7: That's what it was named when they found me in the basket in the front porch
3: That's the first thing they seen was your chest?
7: Yep <laughs> I just had peppers on <laughs>
2: What would they have named you if you had diapers on?
7: <laughs> Big dick, <laughs> <laughs> swinging dick. Uh,
2: so uh, Andy from old uh, Minnesota says, uh, "Chest, what do you do when your Tinder date comes to your place, gets too drunk to do anything, eats the rest of your Popeyes, knocks your clean clothes off the under the ground before passing out?" He's asking for a friend.
3: <laughs> um, punch her in the face. <laughs> That's a little harsh. That's it? Then what? You just punch her in the face? That's it? Then you're back to what you're doing like, or what?
7: Yeah, kick her out of the house and punch her in the face.
3: <laughs> she ate the last
2: po- your your Popeyes.
7: Yeah, that's why you punch her in the face. <laughs> she ate my chicken.
2: <laughs>
7: Fuck that bitch. Nobody z- eats my chicken.
2: What would you do if she smoked your weed?
7: I'll kick her in the cunt. <laughs> <laughs> what?
2: What about remember, you drink your drink? Remember, remember what I said about getting canceled last week?
3: You yeah, know, it's this week.
2: <laughs> the
3: old kicker of the cunt.
2: <laughs> that's the topper right there. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to canceled this week. That's true. Sure. Bring it on. <laughs> so, uh, Tim wants to know is a pregnant woman, uh, is a pregnant woman in a swimming pool a human submarine?
7: <laughs>
3: hmm. I always got to think about
7: that. Or just a whale.
3: <laughs> it's just a whale. <laughs> it's not a submarine, it's a whale.
7: It's a whale. So, yeah, I guess it's a submarine.
3: <laughs> it's a human
2: submarine. Cause she's she's in a pool, but she's got a baby inside of her. Or she's got a human inside of her,
7: like a whale, like a, wha- like a whale, like a <laughs> whale, uh,
3: like a whale.
2: <laughs> how does a whale have a person inside of it?
7: What, what would you would you call a a pregnant whale? Same thing.
3: Something inside of it. <laughs>
2: A, I, I wouldn't call it a human submarine.
3: <laughs> it's a whale submarine. It's yeah, a whale submarine. <laughs>
7: it's a big, big submarine.
3: Yeah. I would call it Moby Dick.
2: I don't think Brian's <laughs> very impressed with Chet. <laughs> no! He's
7: <probably> <laughs> fucking... Oh, yeah, fuck you, Brian! <laughs> Oh my
2: god. Brian is not impressed with Chet Rockwell.
3: No. He said, fuck Chet, I'm gonna fucking space out and watch TV. Brian can suck my dick. Whoa. I
2: I feel like I'm playing Call of Duty again with some little kid telling me flashbacks.
7: I had to put my I had to turn off my, my um, Fortnite to do this shit.
2: <laughs> you had to turn off your Fortnite?
7: Yeah. I was, yeah. A, I was winning.
2: They don't have the Thanos skin anymore. What do you do now?
7: I know. They just released a new skin or new stuff. Yeah. It was nice.
2: You should play a real man's game like PUBG.
3: Red Dead or Red Dead Holy Redemption 2. Holy bitches,
7: play that!
2: I hear Brian likes uh, World of Warcraft. I'm trying.
7: Who the hell is Brian?
2: Yes, he's definitely not not
6: playing
3: right now. Who the hell is Brian?
7: Any more dumb questions?
2: No, that's that's all I got. That's it? That's it. Oh, just two.
7: I, I turned off my PlayStation for this shit?
2: You did. You're right. You're dead.
7: Wow.
2: Two fucking Good questions.
7: Job. Good job, everybody. <laughs>
2: <laughs> the chest the chest is not pleased.
7: Nope. This sucks. I'm gonna go drink my beer and play my game. <laughs> I'm
2: gonna go drink your beer and play games.
7: <laughs> we'll see you guys later.
2: I'll see you later, bud. Uh it's always a joy to have chest here. I'm sorry. I'm sorry you weren't a fan of chest. Uh, maybe the edible just hit. <laughs> wouldn't that? Wouldn't that be a better time for chest? Uh, yeah,
3: I guess. No, it just it just didn't transfer over well. Yeah.
4: What the fuck were you guys doing to him? He punched me he when he got walked right past he, me. He got mad at us. Good job, it, guys. It was Brian's fault. Yeah. It's always Brian's fault, right? Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> I don't know. I think, I think Brian's approval rating is going to go down because because Ch- he didn't like Chad. You didn't like him at all? No. Mm. Uh,
3: definitely. <laughs> he's kind of an acquired taste. A little bit. Yeah. yeah.
4: <laughs> he's an asshole, anyways.
3: <laughs> it's, it's still fun. weird talking to an eight year old boy is getting drunk at Jose's <laughs> <A's> house.
4: <laughs> right? No, he's just playing in his room. I don't want to be an accessory.
3: He said he you You buy him beer.
2: You're yeah. going to be an accessory regardless. No,
4: he, I don't buy it for him. He steals it.
2: <laughs> that's not what he said. He said you buy it for him.
4: You that's buy a Budweiser. The king of beers. He thinks everything is his. Like most little kids. Exactly.
2: <laughs> little bastard. <laughs>
4: little no, he doesn't steal my dad's beer. He knows better.
2: <laughs> steals your dad's beer. He uh, said he stayed away from the Tecate. <laughs> he doesn't want to get the belt again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't
3: dangerous. think he cares for your dad that much. Why? He just didn't have very nice things to say about him. Like what? <laughs> I want to hear you
4: say it, Kyle. <laughs>
3: <laughs> don't say it,
2: Kyle. <laughs> don't do it. <laughs> I want him to say it. Don't walk into that trap. And walk away from the light. Your dad just calls it
6: beer.
3: Uh, it's not Mexican beer. He just calls it beer. I can't believe that, Kyle. What? Do they call it Japanese food or just food? Yeah, you could say that.
5: Well, he <laughs> set that up, too. Like, that was his end game. All those, like, really serious questions and he knew it was gonna be. Well, the, the
2: minute he cut you off talking about Titans, I knew he was uh, setting uh, something up. He had an end game. Uh-huh. Uh, and it not liking Titans, though. I'm glad you're liking Titans. It's fucking off. Awesome. Du- we could double back to that.
5: <laughs> Absolutely amazing. <laughs> and you know what's weird is uh I, I looked around on like what kind of rating or what kind of results I was getting from the from the um critics and stuff and everybody all the critics are like oh this is terrible it's it's too much blood and guts and yada 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 and it's cheesy and i'm like man that's what i was thinking it was gonna be it was the exact opposite i thought it was really fucking good
3: a lot of times when the critics say this is a horrible movie it ends up being a pretty good movie yep
2: like i said i'm just i'm two episodes behind so the last one i saw was doom patrol so i know the next one is when they all actually like come together
5: yeah, they're uh, they're training and everything, but you know what? Another thing, freaking Dove, that chick is fucking smoking hot. Yeah, well, it's she's, too bad that uh, she gets lonely. knocked off a fucking. I know but she'll be back.
3: She's no Sabrina, but This show sucks. Mika Kelly's
4: hot.
2: Sorry, Kyle. She blows. No way. You blow. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, <laughs> the guy who lives with an eight year old boy. That's not his son.
3: <laughs> buys a beer. Buys a him beer.
2: from porch. Yeah. Buys a beer. I'm buying beer. He takes it. He, he says See, that you buy a beer.
3: So what are you doing tomorrow night, Matt? Um, yeah.
2: I'm not doing anything tomorrow night. <laughs> what are you doing tomorrow night?
3: Don't you have a Quit,
2: quit trying tomorrow? to fucking set me up, Kyle. <laughs> <laughs>
6: that's
2: why I'm glad we're podcasting tonight so that way you guys can't sit there and be like, whore,
4: whore, whore. Well, that, that's next Friday.
3: No, that's Wh- next Friday. Yeah. yeah get but, ready I mean, that. Just remember don't tell her that you do a podcast. Oh, no. Absolutely not.
2: <laughs> I've learned in my lesson. Absolutely not.
3: <laughs> whore, whore, whore. <laughs>
2: And I'm not taking her to Manuel's. What what's his name? <laughs> what's his name?
3: That's what Rock yeah. should have said. Yeah. I
4: don't
2: uh, think he knew about it. No, he didn't. I'm okay with that.
3: So how did you get this date?
2: I did what most people do and asked.
3: You so you physically know them? Yeah. Is it someone that you work with? <laughs> oh, yep. It's God. someone in my office. <laughs>
6: It's a Is coworker. worker
3: <laughs> No.
4: Is this somebody from um, 8-Bit?
2: Negative, sir. So it's I have a <laughs> life outside of 8-Bit in my office in this podcast. Do
3: you have air? No, you don't. Go there. Don't I do. I do. Hey, I went out to the
2: bar last weekend, all right?
3: I know. I tried to get you to come to the bar I was yeah, at. Yeah, you were hella far away. It's like three miles
4: don't introduce her to Kellen because Kellen will get her number and Facebook. And then the a banger in the parking
3: lot behind my wife's
2: restaurant. <laughs> yep. Dude, let me tell you. Um, fucking, uh, what is that place? Fat Tuesdays is, at Westgate is not a place to go.
6: It's no. fun.
2: Right. It's fun, but it's fucking packed.
6: Yeah.
2: And like, they have a, like they try to put a dance floor in like the middle of the fucking place so you can't get to the bar.
3: The problem with that place is it's too fucking expensive.
2: No, not really. It was like f- f- five bucks and then an extra dollar for extra shot. Like, it wasn't bad at all as far as price goes. But, like, I'm sitting there trying to get to the bar and there's like people touching you. And I'm like, don't touch me, don't touch me, don't touch me. And I'm fucking ordering a drink. And I turn around and this dude tr- turns around and we lock eyes. And he's like, yeah. And then he t- turns back around and fucking throws up on the floor. I'm like, that means he wanted okay. to fuck you. No. Fuck
6: <laughs> give
2: you the fuck eyes. <laughs> That got Brian's attention. Huh? Oh. <laughs> Brian's
4: alive. Yeah. Brian's alive now.
3: Doesn't matter what Rock says, but goddamn it.
4: Yeah, Rock doesn't gonna get it on at him, the bar.
3: <laughs>
4: there it is. Oh, you know who asked me to be friends on Facebook? Who? Christian. Did he really? Yeah. <laughs> serious? Why yeah. not? Oh, did you say yes? Yeah, of course.
2: Did you? <laughs> nice.
4: I want to see what's up with him.
2: That's old that's old news, poor kid. Fuck that kid.
3: (laughs) That kid fucked you.
2: He didn't even want to accept what he fucked you like the guy at
3: the bar wanted to. He didn't accept (laughs) what
2: (laughs) he didn't want to accept what he truly was. Or
3: is.
2: (laughs) He has long hair now. Yeah. Weird. We're losing people now. We're losing people, Kyle. It's it's
5: it's so, uh, what's that kid's name again? Chess something? Yeah, Trist- Chess Rock, Rockwell. Yeah, yeah. Not a fan, huh? Oh, no. I'm more of a fan than hearing about Christian. <laughs>
2: <laughs> All right. Well, I think that's a good place to end tonight's episode. Um, I want to thank Chess for, for enlightening us a little bit, and hopefully, Brian will come around. I'll catch you. He'll catch up. It- Eventually. You got. You got to listen to last week. Like Chess chest was in prime form last week. This it freaked just, me out
4: for a second. And really quick here.
2: Yeah, he just ran in while Jose was taking a poop. Tim, by the way, Tim said in the chat, join us next week. Well, uh, as Ho- when Jose drops a deuce
4: <laughs> <laughs> live from the bathroom,
2: <laughs> live from the bathroom. He records from the bathroom. But um, I want to thank Greg Gregory Schoen, for coming on in uh, talking to us tonight and about. Raygun and and fielding all our questions about Japan and, and what it's like to live there and
3: and the food and
2: and the food Kyle's food question. <laughs> um, thank Brian again question. for for joining us yet again.
3: hard hitting questions, man. Yeah. Brian, I think you're starting to
2: do more, our show more than you're doing uh, Flipside, huh? Yeah, yeah. We're we're getting ready to
5: go weekly, so hopefully that'll change. Uh, uh, hopefully it doesn't change. <laughs> well, no, I could do two <laughs> shows, man. I love doing this show, man. So, that, that's uh, not what I heard earlier. I
2: heard you're going oh. crazy on
5: this show. <laughs> no, no. You, that's <laughs> <for sure. laughs> but. Sounds like you're going crazy. Yeah. doing
2: some shit. What's that? First sign of schizophrenia, man. Oh, yeah, maybe, maybe <laughs> that's true. Maybe I'm just finally about to have my Jose Ascension moment, and have my so, stroke. So where are you going on
3: your date to? You're not going to tell us. I'm not telling you. Come on.
2: Uh, a, I'm going to I'm top. Show up. I'm going to. I do not put it past you. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to top golf, aren't you? <laughs> Negative, sir. You're yes, I'm going liar. to top golf.
4: You can take her to McDonald's. I'm gonna oh, McDonald's, yeah. You can get her Pop Tart and a Monster.
2: Yep, dude. That's what I gotta get. Oh, that's what I forgot to ask Chest about. Fuck.
4: She's gonna get, she can get that, a lady boner. That is
2: I know exactly what you forgot to ask Chess yep. about. That's what I forgot to ask Chess about. Well. Oh well.
4: <laughs> Morning Wood. Oh. <laughs> I don't wanna that, know about that. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and and needing a monster to to wake up
3: <laughs> Matt comes Matt's comes 2 hours after he wakes up it does
2: <laughs> I did it. it was a private conversation Kyle <laughs> not anymore not anymore <laughs> look i'm telling you ever since i turned 30 it it takes it it takes its time it eventually gets there but it takes its time
4: like a diesel engine yeah <laughs>
3: <laughs> the little the little engine that could <laughs> i think i can i think i can
2: <laughs> the little engine that could two hours later
3: that'd be kind of weird if you're like in line at the bank well oh, hey hey, oh, buddy, hey. <laughs> i literally
2: think it's just because i'm not awake like i get i roll out of bed and walk <laughs> into my office and then you know start working burner, I just, there. yeah i don't think it happens i'm awake
4: you're on the phone with an old lady and you get a boner
2: that's a, that's, yeah, that's a story <laughs> for another time
4: <laughs> you're gonna have a stroke
2: yeah that's a that's a story for uh, man we should have been recording that because we had a great conversation about breaking yeah. Betty White's hip
3: <laughs> yeah
2: it was oh yeah awesome. we should have mm-mm but um but yeah I guess that's where we're going to end the show uh this week I want to thank Greg for coming on and and plugging Ray Gun. Make sure you guys go out and buy Ray Gun in February. We'll make sure to get ask him on again local. before that happens. Yeah, ask we your local comic Ray shop. Order. Comic Theater. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> ask your local comic shop to uh to order that book. Look for it in Diamond in December. Um he's a great guy and, and don't pirate the book. Fucking support. Yeah, don't be support, an asshole. Support support. He's a, you, you just heard it there that he doesn't work for the big three. He's an independent creator. So support independent creators. Um, yeah. I want to thank Brian again for being on our show more on our show more than he's on the flip side.
4: Hey <laughs> man, you, you didn't see that porn. I linked. No,
2: I didn't. I didn't want to watch red, your, I don't want to watch your Russian red dead redemption porn.
4: <laughs> April O'Neil's in it.
2: But yeah, I'm sure she is. <laughs> it's a terrible that means it's a terrible wood it's rocket totally. parody, huh? <laughs> yep. <laughs> it's a terrible wood rocket parody. Yep. All right. Well, I want to thank everyone that joined us in the chat tonight and everyone who was hanging out that didn't say a goddamn thing that works too, but at least you were here to witness the show and, and hear Greg getting I appreciate that. I wanna thank everyone who watches this on the YouTube playback. If you do make sure to hit that like and subscribe button as well as leave a comment below, it helps us out a lot. If you listen to the show on your favorite podcasting platform make sure to hit that subscribe button and leave us a review. It helps us in the, the podcasting ranks. And as always, uh, if you want to support the show, you can do so via our Patreon. We have it set up where you get cool, different, uh, a bunch of different tiers with cool, different gifts. Um, they're a lot of fun. And if you want to get that special something for the absolute geek fan in your life for this holiday season, as Christmas is coming up, you can do so via the absolute geek shop. We have t-shirts, mugs,
3: Oh, I, think, cool I thought you were there. saying you mean send us something. Oh,
2: no, that'd be nice too. Yeah, there you go. Um, as always, you want to, um, if you want to get a question in for Chess Rockwell if he comes oh, back next questions? week, more than two questions, you can leave those uh, on the comment in the section. Fund. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you can leave those in the comment section below or on any of our social media platforms. And, um, I think. The best way to leave this tonight is is to, you know, a little bit from what we talked about earlier, is the members of Stanley, and it's, it is sad that one of our greatest comic creators has now passed, and it's been a dark week in our community, and hopefully we got to shine a little bit of, of light back on a sad week. But for this episode of the Absolute Geek Podcast, I'm Matt. I'm Kyle. I'm Jose. I'm Brian. And uh, remember excelsior and we'll see you next time hit him with the
3: heim (laughs) what (laughs) what the fuck was that what the fuck was that (laughs) to those (laughs) out there you there's somebody out there that knows what that means okay well
2: (laughs) face front true believers excelsior and we'll see you oh by the way we will not have a show next week um what next week is thanksgiving so what for us we won't have a show no not not happening why? Why? It's not like um, Thanksgiving's on Friday. It's because I'm gonna stupid. have a shit ton of family in town. So who gives a shit?
4: <laughs> <laughs> have them on the podcast. Yeah. yeah, fuck them. They don't so, care yeah.
2: about you. No show next week <laughs> if it if that changes. <laughs>
3: fuck you, Kyle. Oh, I'm mad. I can't fucking put an hour out of my life on a weekend. Yeah, yeah yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. All right, guys. We'll we'll see you next time. <laughs>